Real Estate Radio 949 News Now, stimulating talk. This is Byron Lazine from the One Team at William Ravis Real Estate, along with Chaz Cook from the One Team, special guest from the One Team, Cassie, our marketing coordinator, is going to pop in here for a little bit. And we also have PK back on, I feel like back on the show, Pat. Pat's missed a few uh, as of late, but Pat Kenny of Barnum Plans here on Real Estate Radio, where we come to you every single Saturday at 11 a.m. Talk about your local economy and the real estate market. And we stay away from all those politicking comments that they do during the week. I feel like Cassie's going to drop in like a bunch of like political points. This no. show, like her first segment, she's kind of come in here rocking hard. Cassie, we, we don't uh, I avoid talk politics any politics at all costs. Nice. All right. You well, you'll yeah, fit right in. Fit right in. We're apolitical on this show. So PK's back. We got Chaz. We got Cassie. We've got a whole bunch to talk about. Chaz, we got a guest coming up next segment. Who's that? We have a very special guest, the executive director of Veterans Base Camp, which is a nonprofit organization located in Chaplin, Connecticut. And so very excited to have uh, Cindy on the show and to hear about what they're doing and some of the challenges they faced and have overcome uh, in the recent past. All right. So we got a bunch of that stuff going on, which would be all good stuff. And Chaplin sounds like exactly the kind of exotic place where Ryan Casey probably is this morning. So I'm curious this chat. I'll ask her, but, um, I know I, I read everything you sent over and she sounds like an amazing person doing so much stuff. There was a, a camp in Chaplin that I sold back in the day. Is this any affiliation to that camp? It could quite possibly. This camp was originally started by uh, Wawa. I don't know if it was Wawa, but it was supposed to be a camp for children with special needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sold yes. this camp actually, Chess. This is going to be an interesting story then because. Um, so, so I had it on the market for like, for like two years. That's so crazy. That, that's so crazy. That was a while back. Wait till you hear uh, what the current owners did and how it became Veterans Base Camp and how the transition went. Uh, Cindy will tell us all about that. Well, I mean, I got stories about some people that want to buy the camp that I think we'll avoid on this show, but <laughs> I've got some crazy stories. I used to drive to that camp, I don't know, once every two weeks for probably a year. I never knew where Chaplin was, and then, and then I got to learn Chaplin very well. There's not much happening in Chaplin, by the way. Happen yeah. in the Chaplin? No. Yeah. That, yeah. Could, that could be like a t-shirt, I think. The Happen in the Chaplin. They've got Chaplin pizza. That's what everybody talks about out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great pizza. Great pizza. It's like, a, it's like going to Canterbury. Like we, have, <laughs> we, have, we have a stop sign, two yellow lights, and a big Y. Here you go. <laughs> I don't know. Canterbury. Yeah, I think Canterbury has more going on than Chaplin. But Chaplin, you can get to Route 6 and get into you know some other some other things happening. So that's cool. I, I'm, I'm curious to have that conversation. Uh, one conversation a lot of people are having right now is the real estate market. You're seeing a whole lot of headlines. Obviously, we talked about this a little bit with Pat. I think we closed out last week's show. Pat, you, you jumped into the fourth segment last week, right? I brought, I brought the heat. In yeah, you brought four. the heat. Talked a little bit about what's going on, all these headlines. You can check that out at CT Real Estate Radio, anywhere you listen to podcasts if you missed that. A lot of headlines right now. And Tom Ferry, one of our friends, always likes to say, uh, headlines typically terrify instead of clarify. So hopefully we're going to clarify some of the stuff that's going on uh, that you're hearing about the market. So you're probably hearing things like this, which are true. Sales of existing homes are falling. 
Okay. Sales of existing homes are falling. What does that mean? Well, they fell 2.4% in April, their lowest level in almost two years. Well, the last two years, we've had some of our highest level of total home sales out of the last decade plus, right? Really ever. We've, we've sold a ton of homes, sold 6.9 million units, uh, or, or homes rather, which would be double the units last year alone. So you're going to start to hear this home sales are falling. Okay. But that's just the number of sales. We're still at an all time low point for inventory. So there is very slim pickings out there for these sales. We've, it's been, it's been mind blowing what this real estate market has done the last two years with low inventory and a high number of sales. Anything comes in the market would get, you know, sold almost immediately. This is the third straight month that they have declined, showing how record prices and skyrocketing mortgage rates have made potential home buyers close their Zillow tabs in frustration. This is all according to Lawrence Young, the chief economist at the National Association of Realtors. Despite that, home prices have continued to rise. The median price of an existing home jumped to an all-time high of 391000 plus in April. It's an increase of 14.8% from a year earlier, and the average home in the market stayed on the market, referencing what I just mentioned with the inventory for just 17 days before going under contract. So when you hear sales are falling, that does not mean prices are falling. And that's the clarification I I want everybody to understand. You may see prices start. I mean, uh, I don't know how we'll see it, but you may see prices start to level off at some point because of some of, uh, you know, the interest rates and some of these other issues. But right now you're still sitting at a point where your values are going up. When you see too, I think one of the things that's interesting is right below that, right? Where, you know, Redfin and the Atlantic start to source some of these things. Google searches for homes for sale were down double digits in major metro areas. Yeah. So I think people, people are starting to re- like, I think people just have fatigue. I mean, I, you know, I have to assume, you know, we've talked about this God knows how many times in the last two years, you know, Chaz, you're, you're dealing with a buyer and you're eight, 10, 12, 15 homes deep sometimes. And eventually it's just like, I'm burned out. <laughs> and, you know, I quit, I give up. And, and, you know, you get the sense of, of, you know, capitulation where it's just, I'm done. I, I can't do it anymore. And, you know, with prices where they are, I have to assume, you know, again, to your point, Byron, of volume is slowing down, but the transaction prices are still up through the roof right now. 15% year over year. Right. It's and huge. Pat, what you said to close out last week's show is really resonated with me all throughout this week, right? So they're looking at it on a very micro scale of the last 30 days. But if we looked at it on a more macro scale of, say, the last 90 days or the last six months, you're not going to see a drastic decline in these numbers. Mm. You know, 15% were still up year over year. So yes, maybe for one month, people took a little break or they had some fatigue or the weather got nicer and they spent some more time outside instead of staring at their computer screens. But we're still not in any danger of this market slowing down for the foreseeable future. Well, slowing, I mean, it is slowing down in terms of total sales, but slowing down from white hot to now just hot, right? Like the total number of transactions. Now, weekly mortgage demand, Pat, to your, you know, talking about fatigue and and the interest rates just becoming, ah, you know, this is 
you know, too high now or whatever the case may be. Weekly mortgage demand from home buyers tumbles 12% as higher interest rates take their toll. Uh, mortgage applications to purchase a home fell 12% week to week and were 15% lower compared to the same week one year ago. That's according to CNBC earlier in the week that was out on um, Wednesday. Now, you know, what's interesting. There's a Keeping Current Matters bar graph that shows the last five decades, average mortgage interest rate for the last five decades, where we sit. And then they just took where we sit today at five point, you know, five, call it. You can see 5.6 out there. You can see 5.4. By the way, if you Google mortgage interest rate, it's going to be wrong every time. So I talked to a local professional on that, but we're, we're about at five and a half percent. And this is dependent on your credit. Are you buying points? There's a lot of different ways you can manipulate that, that rate. But anyways, five and a half percent where we sit right now is still lower than any average across the last five decades. Money is still cheap. Five and a half percent is still lower. So we're talking about skyrocketing mortgage rates and it is still lower than any average from any of the last five decades. Okay, scale. so let that one let that one sink in for a, for a little bit. It's, all, it's, a, it's like what we said last week. It's all scale of time, right? It depends right. on when you look. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and, so, and, and let's be serious. Who keeps who who fight? He takes out a thirty year mortgage and never looks at it again, right? I think that was, like the average length, I think before refinance is what like two and a half years or twenty six months or something. Like it's crazy, right? So like get in who like I don't say I don't want to say who cares five and a half percent is obviously higher than it was six months ago I got yeah. it, it, it <laughs> come on I don't know if you were trying to buy in December and, and didn't buy and you know that's where it hurts but overall still relatively very low by the way if your pool water is low mm. Mm, you're just mm. opening up next weekend big weekend to open up the pools get a hold of Irish Springs pool water. Martin McKinney and the crew will fill you up with the most magical Irish water of all time. They have a tap somewhere in Connecticut, but I think it goes under the Atlantic Ocean from Ireland straight to their tap in Connecticut, and they will fill up their pool. Don't quote me on that. Take that up with Irish Springs Pool Water. They got the best pool water in the world Martin McKinney and your boys and girls over at Service Station Equipment, who are also your residential tank specialists. All right, we come back. Chaz, who are we talking to from Chaplin? Cindy Archibald, the executive director of Veterans Base Camp, where I've heard rumors that that secret tap of Irish Springs pool water might be housed in Chaplin, where there's not a lot else going on. It's a perfect space. That I've been to the tap. (laughs) That is not true. But excited to talk to her when we come back. Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Joe the Gutter Guy is celebrating...
Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk. Byron Lazine, the one team at William Bravis Real Estate, along with him, Brave Chaz Cook of the one team, and Pat Kenny of Barnum Plans. We still got Cassie hanging around. We were supposed to have... We're supposed to have Cindy from, uh, what is it, Veterans? What's the group? Veterans Base Camp. Veterans Base Camp. They've started a camp up in Chaplin, and uh, she'll hopefully be joining us later in the show. She had some technical difficulties, but we'll get her hopefully later in the show. And during the break, I went down memory lane on this camp in Chaplin. So I've actually listed and sold this camp Back in 2015, sold it. This camp was formerly a camp for autism run by the Eden Institute. Wawa, the, the chain of grocery stores, basically put all the money in. I mean, this is going way back down memory lane for me because I, I used to promote and talk about this camp for like literally two years straight. Driving to Chaplin, showing it, 45 plus acres, and uh, just pretty cool property. The main lodge, which is an older building. Pool, pump house, seven cabins. Uh, and I mean, the commercial generator was like an industrial sized generator operation. Pond on the property, trails, uh, a separate three room apartment with a five bay garage, which they had like their maintenance headquarters in. It looks like, I'm going to ask Cindy, but it looks like that's been since split off and sold. But we had all kinds of interest in this property back in the day. This is back when I was at Sotheby's and you'd have like every religious group wanting to buy it with no money. Of course, yeah. uh, you had a lot of these, these nonprofit situations. It was, it was just like, it was a really fun project uh, to be a part of during that period of time up there in, in Chaplin. So hopefully we get Cindy so we can talk about what the, what the future of the camp is. It was, it, it was in great shape when Eden left it and, because of Connecticut, they had to leave. They they were being forced to have all their all their teachers basically get licensed in Connecticut. They were New Jersey based teachers in Princeton. They had done such a great job with this property, and you know, of course, Connecticut made it very difficult for them to stay. And since the property has been, oh, we'll find out from from Cindy the update where it is now. So looking forward to that. And I know that she does. I remember her now after talking to the break, like I, I know she's doing great work for veterans. Absolutely. And yeah, it's going to be, you need to take a trip out there and just see the, the work that they've done and what they are planning to do. Um, to your point, they've added a few farm animals. They've got some goats and chickens out there now, and I'm not going to you know go too far into it, but you know, also some of the, um, philanthropic work that they're doing with giving back to the community through a food bank. Um, it's, it's really impressive. I think it's philanthropic. philanthropic. What, did you, what did you say there, Chaz? Philanthropic. Tropic. That's something I would do. <laughs> yes. I think, I think a philanthropic is like a heart condition. So yeah. little, <laughs> we're going to avoid that one. Yeah. Cassie's putting her head down because of your butchery of the English language. Just so you know, you're going to so, be Cassie? more than smile. Cassie, you're going to put, like, you're going to say something on the radio show. It's going to happen. Come on, Cassie. Are you? There it is. There it is. Hi, guys. How are you doing today? <laughs> Cassie, you ever been to Chaplin? No, I've never even heard of it, to be honest with you. No, you're a shoreline girl, right? Yeah. I don't well, travel much outside of the shoreline. Born and raised on the shoreline? Born and raised. There you go. There you go. Yeah, this this is a long ways from the shoreline up there in 
Chaplin. We just had a lead bar just had a sale in Hampton, which is pretty close. Up yeah, in that right, neck of the woods, anyways. Yeah, right around like probably 10, 15 minutes away over there. Yeah, everything's a half hour away up there or more. But <laughs> somewhere. Incl- including, you know, gas, groceries, the Wawa. Actually, Wawa is a lot more than 30 minutes, I think. Yeah, that was, I think closest, that was the closest to a Wawa we had in Connecticut. It was having Camp Wawa. Right. I think the other closest is Jersey, right? Jersey, Pennsylvania, something like that. Where you find your first Wawa on the highway. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. Uh, once yeah. you get, once you get south, south of Jersey. Yeah, so- south of Mason Dixon, Wawa is like an institution for sure. As it so, should be, great little spot, well run, grocery. Really enjoyable to say. I mean, you know, who doesn't enjoy saying Wawa? Wawa. See. What are you eating, Wawa? Yeah, except What's for Cassie. Your- Cassie doesn't like saying Wawa apparently. <laughs> Just, just angry about everything. I've never been to a Wawa. I've only heard of it. Well, you don't oh, leave yeah. the shoreline, so you've never been to New Jersey, obviously. Right, right. You True. need to venture out there. <laughs> see, what, see what the world has to offer. See what Wawa is all about. Just get in the car with Ryan Casey once. You'll see the entire state in four days. <laughs> Kid is all over the map. They've got and, those really bright signs that make bad food look really good in, in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're, you're driving you know, 1,200 miles and it's 317 in the morning. A Wawa sandwich is a great idea at that point. The good news is they're all close enough together that when you need the bathroom for the next one, it's like a, <laughs> like, it's like a half hour drive. So it's good. It's strategically placed for that exact reason. Did <laughs> <laughs> all, all the math, the Wawa guys. These are really hard properties to maintain and sell. So I'll be looking forward to Cindy. Chaz, are you texting whether you're going to get her back on? We are working through the technical details right now, and we will have her back up and running before the end of the show, I promise. Nice. All right. Perfect. But we'll get back into some more of this real estate stuff that, uh, well, not that this isn't real estate stuff. This is one of my old old listings, so it's definitely real estate related. But let's get into some more of these these headlines and what we're seeing just basically overall in the market, Pat. What are you, what are you seeing from uh, an overall economy recession is a big word standpoint? The big R. Big R is hovering. We're, we're getting, I mean, stock market getting close to bear territory now at this point, you know, 20% down. Um, would be the kind of that trigger for that, right? So we're at about 14, give or take, percent year to date in, in, the, in the markets as a whole. So, you know, it's, it's a, a tough run. I think we started talking about a little bit last week where, you know, the average intra year decline in the market as a whole is 14%, right? So this isn't anything out of the ordinary. It's just we haven't thought about this in a while. And, you know, short of something shocking like COVID. Um, you know, the market's been on a pretty solid tear for about a decade plus. So, you know, we're starting to see, I don't call it normalization, but almost kind of like what we're talking about with real estate in the first segment, right? Where things, things have, have kind of peaked a little and, you know, we're trying to kind of to level out and normalize a little bit. So hopefully we get a little stability, a little more normalcy in the markets. Um, who knows how many more philanthropic, what do we say? <laughs> Activities people Thrapic. are going to be doing. Thrapic. <laughs> You know, people are, are, you know, they were flush with cash, right? I mean, think about what happened to early COVID, right? Nobody went anywhere. Nobody spent any money. And now that's that's starting to catch up a bit. Inflation is through the roof, but historically is uh, is, is going to level out again. So, you know, I think it's it's a good time to, to consult if you're working with someone and have questions. The you know, same way with you know, real estate transactions, right? Make sure you have a, a second opinion and you're you're getting some some guidance from someone, not just kind of do this on your own. That's right. You can always reach out. Oh, Byron accidentally muted himself there, but I'm going to say it for him. Well, you can always reach out to anyone at the one team, the one team, WR.com. That is actually not what I was about to say. Charles. Oh, go ahead uh, and reach out to one of our agents. If you are interested in having a personalized conversation as to how to come up with a plan that fits your needs, if you are buying, selling, or if you are investing, you can always reach out to Pat at Barnum plans.com. And now yeah, I what, will- 
What I was going to say is my dad hit me up last night, said he's got to move a bunch of money over to Barnum Plans. He's got to talk to to PK, he said. So people are are making moves with their money. Cassie, where can everybody make sure they're following us on social to to make sure they're just staying up to date? At the one team WR on Instagram and on TikTok. And Cassie is personally running both accounts. So make sure you're following the one team WR on IG, Facebook, and the talk if you're on there. All right, we're going to come right back. Hopefully we'll get Cindy in the next segment or the final segment. Stay with us, Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Byron Lazine, the one team at William Ravis Real Estate, along with Chaz Cook from the one team. We've got PK in the house, Pat Kenny from Barnum Plans. And we have an amazing guest who's bringing me down memory lane personally, which is pretty cool. Uh, Chaz, why don't you introduce our guest? I am very excited to introduce uh, Cindy Archibald, the executive director of Veterans Base Camp to all the 94 Niners listening out there. And uh, even more excited for her to be able to share her story about camp, what they're doing, and also some of the things they've overcome in the last 12 months and how people can help them out. So, Cindy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Nice to see you you again. Nice to see you again. This is so funny that, that we've actually met in the past. Now, are you at the camp in Chaplin right now? I am. That is that is an amazing story because I personally know how badly you've been <laughs> going after this property, how badly you wanted to obtain this property going all the way back to, I would say, 2013, 14, 15 timeframe. Mm-hmm. We, I, I sold it in 2015 back when I was at Sotheby's and we had all kinds of of different groups that wanted to buy the property. And I would, I will say that you were the most passionate about the purchase. And uh, I, I don't remember, we don't have to get into exactly what, what happened, you know, somebody else obtained the property, whatever. And um, now it sounds like you've finally gotten control of the property. So tell us uh, kind of where, how things have gone from, trying to uh, get the property to now having control? Well, the property went up for sale and I was working here as a volunteer um, grant writer 
And when the LLC put the prop, decided they were going to put the property up for sale, the Veterans Base Camp um, Board of Directors, we, of course, wanted to purchase it because we were um, in a in a agreement with them, a lease agreement. Um, I guess you would call it that. I'm not really a, a up to date on how you, you call that, what, what you would call it, but it was where um, we would pay a monthly amount and they decided they wanted to put it up for sale. And so we started scrambling to try to come up with the purchase price that they had wanted for it. So. Yeah. It's a hard property to, you know, close on because, you know, a bank is, is not really going to, you know, mortgage your property or, or very few, right? It's a hard mm-hmm. property to get financing on. I mean, just, I, I just brought up my chaplain um, commercial stats. The last 10 years, there have only been two commercial sales over the, uh, over $400,000. And and the, one of them was, was this one back in 2015. That's per the MLS. So, so it's like just the town itself doesn't have a lot of precedent for, uh, commercial sales to, to begin with, you know, it's a very small town, uh, Eden Institute, when they owned it back when I sold it, they had put a lot of money into the property and, you know, essentially had to leave due to the state of Connecticut, uh, teaching, uh, requirements, but they had put a lot of money into it. I'm just, I'm screen sharing the old photos back in 2015. So everybody listening doesn't see these, but they built all these cabins on the property. Um, there, there was a, you know, a main house, main, main building. Um, they'd put the pool in and they had done a lot of work. There's actually a pond right here, right? Not shown in this picture. Mm-hmm. There yeah, is. There is. Yeah. So uh, very, very cool property. What have you guys done since to the property? What investments have you made? Well, we had amazing support from the community um, we totally rehabbed all the cabins um, because uh, we needed to put in new carpeting because a lot of our veterans have service animals. So there's now laminate flooring, painting. Yeah. It used to be a camp for kids kids with autism. So all the bathrooms were, the toilets and everything were um, child size. So yes. we got... Uh, Donations and um, the Granite Corporation came in and with Tucker Mechanical and they re um, refitted the bathrooms with all adult size uh, facilities. Um, the entire buildings were painted through AT and T Vets and through the Painters Union, uh, steam fitters, pipe fitters, and I forgot what the other part of that is. But the local came in and they helped local seven seven seven. Right, correct. Local 777 came in. They um, put in all new mini splits in the cabins for heating and air conditioning. They um, fixed the the central air in the um, main building. We got the whole uh, fire system set up again um, because while it was vacant, electricity and uh, lightning hit it and knocked all of that out. So all of that was rehabbed. A um, lot of the fencing around the pool is now um, all replaced because the the boards were rotted and everything. And there was some there was some rot going on back in 2015. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've had the the deck. We're in the process of replacing 
um, boards on the deck and rehabbing that as well. Um, but the inside has been painted. It looks wonderful. It really does. 45 acres, if I remember correctly, 45 plus acres, something like that. Uh, there's some pretty cool trails on the property. I'm, I'm sure over time, maybe they grew in or are, you, are those back and, and running? Are you guys using the trails? Um, they, the vets and um, some volunteers have gone through and they opened them up. And yeah, we're using them. So that's it's a cool. good on them, especially with their, their service dogs. Um, that's basically it for the trails. We have other plans. We had somebody... Um, from the town come in from wetlands and we um and a surveyor and we actually have room for like at least 13 more cabins so oh, wow. we don't want to do that until after we purchase the property yeah so what's a day look like for a veteran right now at the camp well let's see it depends on the day because we um we opened up a, a program called vittles for vets that's a veterans food pantry and we started out real slow, December of 2019, and well, October, November, I guess it was. Um, so we had like 10 families that were coming. And then COVID hit, and by March, we had 185 families. Over 300 people were feeding. Wow. So, yeah. And it, it kind of put us in the um, raised awareness about where we were, what we do, um, even though we couldn't have... Um, the vet, the vets come in and shop. We did a unique thing where we gave them lists of every time we went to the food bank, we made lists of what they could have. They ordered it, you know, so they just didn't get a box of food of stuff they didn't want. Um, and we had vets from all over the state because um, they like going to veteran organizations because it's vets serving vets. Um, we had veterans from the outside come and help and we were delivering to homebound veterans. So, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, our guys go up to Wallingford to pick up food, um, or they go to Stop and Shop, or they go to Big Y. All of these places donate food to us so that we can then redistribute it. Um, so they're working in the food pantry. Some are taking classes online. Um, some We have something called the Vegetable Garden, and that is a huge <laughs> garden. Um, so a couple of our vets work in there. Um, they attend their appointment. Uh, when they first get here, they do a lot of, depending on what the issues are, um, they might go to... I, I hope you didn't just hang up on a vet there, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully somebody on the outside there will get it. Somebody will get it. All right. <laughs> go ahead. Continue. So, um, yeah, so they'll go to, they go to their meetings, whether it's a recovery meeting, whether they're going to their... VA appointments to get set up with um, support services. And, you know, there's all kinds of different things that they do here, whether it's um, hiking. We have um, different volunteers, such as Open Doors Outdoors, that comes here and um, will take the vets hiking on a, um, They have a, a schedule that they do like four or five hikes. And then we have um, our chairman of the board, Mitch Wilsey. Thanks. Um, he goes and he the vets on outings as well. Sorry. <laughs> busy, busy, busy place over there. You guys are doing a lot. I mean, geez, just running down the list. The phone's ringing. You're at the camp. You're there every day. Yes, I am. <laughs> 
Wow. Cindy, how, I, how many veterans currently uh, reside at camp right now? Eight. Eight. We have nine, and, um, and now we have eight. Um, okay. And, yeah. and you were mentioning um, you're in the process of purchasing the camp. I know you guys just pulled off an, an absolutely incredible fundraiser where you raised over uh, $184,000 towards the down payment of the camp. Um, but there's still more work to be done. And, you know, one of the things I was hoping we could do is get the message out to the 94 Niners and see if anyone could help rally around and provide you some of that a support. Lot um, of, a lot of 94 Niners are vets, care about vets. Where can we do to uh, get you guys some, what can we do to get you guys some donations? Well, you can go to our website, which is www.veteransbasecampinc.org. Veterans Base Camp. Dot inc veterans base camp dot inc no no no, no. <laughs> sorry do not go there ignore that <laughs> veterans base camp inc dot org yes yeah, veterans base camp inc dot org veterans base camp inc dot org so and veterans with an s base camp inc dot org donate button super easy click the button hit PayPal and you're done. I just did it while we were talking. So it's takes five seconds. Pat has already donated. So there you go. There's, there is a button that says donate now. There you go. And one specific, Oh, sorry. I was gonna say one specific area. I know you guys need help is you guys need some legal counsel to help facilitate the transaction and the purchasing of camp. Right. Uh, So if we have anybody out there, if anybody knows any attorneys that are looking to give back to some of the veterans in the community and to help them out, to help them, you know, fulfill, their objective of purchasing the camp outright and being able to do more of the work that we've heard Cindy talk about, uh, please let us know. Gordon Vidal, are you listening? Attorney Vidal, you, you are being called into duty, sir. <laughs> the GB right. knows, knows at least one other attorney he can probably talk to if, if he can't. That's right. Cindy, this was a blast from the past for me. It is a magical place. I mean, you feel good when you're out there. It's uh, definitely a, a hidden secret for most people, even people that have maybe lived in Connecticut their whole lives. They don't know that this camp exists in Chaplin and Cindy, everything that you guys are doing uh, is really admirable. Veteransbasecampinc.org. Go help them out. I mean, Cindy has been on this mission for just on this particular property for almost a decade. And I'm sure you've been on this mission for most of your adult life, helping veterans. Well, I, Actually, it was um, helping uh, people at risk and kids at risk. And that's why I came here. And this was my first opportunity working with vets. And they just captured my heart. So it's really been an amazing journey and a privilege. You're an amazing uh, person. And hope everybody can go help Cindy and and the cause. Veteransbasecampinc.org. Veterans with an S. Veteransbasecampinc.org. Org. We'll be right back. Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now. Chaz Cook here with you. Still hanging out with Cassie, our social media marketing manager. 
She is going to be joining us on the One Team Weekly Rewind. Pat and Byron had to run. They had to get out. Uh, you know, after we had Cindy on there, they just felt like they needed to get up to Chaplin and go see what camp has become since the last time they visited it, it what, seven years ago, I think they mentioned. Um, so we wish them their best on their trip up there to help out Cindy and the vets at Veterans Base Camp, veteransbasecampinc.org, if you would like to get involved and help them out. But moving on to the one team weekly rewind, we had a busy, busy week. We had 12 just listed, 21 under contract and 12 closings. You ready for this, Cassie? I'm so ready. All right. Let's see if I can do all this in one breath. Ready? You got this. All right. Kicking off our just listed, we had 33 Crescent Avenue in East Lyme, Connecticut. Not yet, technically, it's in the village. It's located in the Crescent Beach neighborhood. That house came on the market for 695 for six thousand dollars that is a mary pula listing it's a beautiful spot walking distance to the beach walking distance to main street niantic where you can go and check out all of the local shops there we actually went to uh, gumdrops and lollipops on wednesday night and had a little ice cream for dinner wow. it's a great spot right there so anyways this house is 2300 square feet three bedrooms three baths built in 2005 it's beautifully set up so make sure you reach out to mary pula if you are interested in buying a beach house or just looking to live close to the beach next up on our just listeds we had 22 village drive in east lime connecticut that came on the market for four hundred and ninety five thousand dollars that cape style house is four bedrooms two and a half baths this house is over 4500 square feet Cassie, how big is your house? Not that big. Not that big. So we can maybe fit like two of these in there? Probably. All right. It's got just about an acre, 0.99 of an acre. Uh, it's in a great spot in town in East Lime, right off of 161. So you're close to everything. And that is also another Mary Pula listing. I think we're just going to call this the Mary Pula Rewind for these listings here to kick it off. She is on uh, a roll. On a roll. So make sure you reach out to Mary, mary.pula at ravis.com if you want to check out that one. Moving on next up. Oh, I get to share the spotlight with Mary Pula on this one. 461 Bank Street. You guys have heard us talk about these the last few weeks. That's the condos in Harbor Towers. Unit 805 came on the market for $263,000, but I'm going to spare you the suspense because that one is under contract. Next up, 14 Haley Road in Montville, Connecticut, came on the market for $295,000. Beautiful colonial, six bedrooms, two full baths, just under 2,500 square feet. Guess who's listening to that is, Cassie? Mary Pula. Mary Pula does it again. All right, so that is another Mary Pula listing there. This one has an exercise room, foyer. It's got a great little breakfast nook. Sits on just over a half acre, moderately priced taxes, you know, $4,400 a month. Can't really beat that. Um, right off of Route 32. So, again, convenient to $395 if that's what you are looking for. Moving right along here. 167 Clark Lane in Waterford came on the market for $198,500. This was a great little ranch, just under 850 square feet. I'm not going to go too far into it because that is under contract, but I'm going to let Cassie guess who's listing that was again. I'm going to go with Mary Pula. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Mary Pula is on fire this week with her new listings. Let's see. You think we're going to have any more pop up? 
Uh, if we're lucky. If we're lucky. Next up, Seven Gregory Road in West Haven, Connecticut is on the market for $285,000. I think we're going to be talking about this one in a couple minutes when we talk about the open houses. This three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath, 1,100-square-foot raised ranch was brought to the market by Candace Bertolini, uh, one of the one-team agents doing a great job over there. We've got public water, public sewer, natural gas, central air, great spot, affordable uh, not too far from 95. And you know what? You were right around the corner from Urban Air, Trampoline, and Adventure Park. So who doesn't want to live right next to that? It's a good deal. Next up, we've got 54 High Street in Coventry, Connecticut. This one came on the market for $559,000. So Tallinn, Connecticut. Tallinn, Connecticut, the one team expanding their reach. This is a beautiful colonial antique-style house built in 1775. But it has lots of updates. It's just under 4,000 square feet. Again, coming in with six bedrooms, four full baths, six fireplaces, and 3.65 acres. That sounds like an incredible house to get over there and check out. And again, we'll be talking about this one a little bit later in the open houses. But you know what my favorite part about this listing is? And I say it every week. This one was brought to the market by Lucy, our sales Jedi, and Levar. <laughs> Levar did it again with another listing. That man continues to be on fire. He is the hardest working agent on the one team. I may get in trouble for saying that, but I'm not worried about it. Next up, 92 Limewood Avenue, Unit A3. Came on the market for $375,000. That is a Victoria Tavares listing. It's in the Indian Neck neighborhood. You have deeded beach rights. It's two bedrooms, one and a half baths, just under 1,300 square feet. I actually got in there on Tuesday night, and I was able to show this property. They did a great job fixing it up. You've got affordable HOA fees at $338 a month. Um, and as I mentioned, you got D to Beach Rights. And also, we'll be talking about this one again because they are having an open house this weekend. 750 Quinnipiac Avenue, unit number seven in New Haven, Connecticut, is on the market for 225000 You know, I think I just uh, like the name of this complex, Dragon Point. What does wow. want to live in a Dragon Point complex? It's appealing. It's appealing. It's a townhouse, three bedrooms, one and a half baths, just over 1,500 square feet, built in 2006, so basically brand new. Um, pets are allowed, so I know it's a big one for people who are looking in the condo townhouse uh, style of living. You've got association fees of just over $380 a month, so very affordable there. Plenty of storage, close to Yale, shops and restaurants in downtown New Haven. This is also a Victoria Tavares listing. Two more, folks. Two more, folks, and you can hear me stop talking. Next up, 65 Townhouse Lane, unit number 65 in Weathersfield, Connecticut. Came on the market for $210,000. Uh, two bedrooms, one and a half baths, just over 1,100 square feet. And that is an Abbey Bro listing. So make sure you check that one out. And rounding out our new listings, 96 Joan Hill Road, unit number D3 in West Haven, Connecticut. On the market for $240,000. Two bedrooms, two and a half baths, another townhouse. We are killing it with the condos and townhouses this week. HOA fees of $350 a month. And that is a Jessica Hoover listing. So shout out to Hoover for being on the show last week. Under contracts, we had 21. 
Naugatuck, Guilford, Guilford, Woodbridge, Groton, East Haven, Wallingford, Lisbon, East Haven, Milford, Waterford, Woodbridge, North Haven, Bridgeport, Stonington, New London, New London, Uncasville, Waterford, Niantic, and Waterford. Closings. We had 12 closings, Cassie. I'm going to run through these because I'm getting the, the wave that we're cutting it short on time here. So Guilford, Groton, New Haven, Trumbull, New London, Wallingford, North Brantford, Ansonia, Middletown, Cheshire, Oakdale, and Basra. Cassie, can you rush through the open houses here? You've got about 60 seconds to go. Can you pull it off? All righty. So we have 7 Gregory Road in West Haven with Candace. 216 Bluff View in Guilford with Katrina. 54 High Street in Coventry with Lee. 14 Salem Avenue in Madison with Emily. And 92 Limewood Avenue in Brantford with Victoria. We also have 7 Gregory Road again in West Haven on Sunday. 216 Bluff View in Guilford on Sunday as well. 54 High Street in Coventry again on Sunday. And 14 Salem Avenue in Madison on Sunday. And as always, you can check out the full listings of what the one team is up to at the one team WR.com. We want to give a big shout out again to our friends at Service Station Equipment for all of their support. Don't forget to reach out to them if you are getting ready to open and fill those pools. And uh, we will see you next week back here with another fresh episode of Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Buscalon Buick GMC 